What's up, Dashley fam? Welcome back to another episode of Taking Sides the Marriage Podcast. I'm Dallin. This is Ashley. We are going to start off this episode with some sage advice. From 1913. From, from 1913. Me. And Dallin's book was made in what, Dallin? 1913 as well. Oh, really? These I thought yours connections. was 1870. The one for mothers is from 1870. Oh, okay. So these are don'ts but for But these wives. are don'ts for husbands and wives from 1913. <laughs> Let me say it. No, because one of the things in the book is that the man is the ruler of the house. Okay, so... So we're going to implement that for this podcast. If you haven't been following along, I found these books on Amazon, and they are reprinted books that were originally made in 1913 for husbands and wives and Ashley they were just and I love joking about these type of things just to bring it out in the yeah, open like, in case there's still any stigmas one of my favorite stigmatism around these types of things in our heads just because Joke. we think it's so ridiculous i think that husbands and wives should be total complete partners you can define but, roles if you want to how it helps your own family but we do not think that anybody else should define it for you especially society right one of my favorite things to do to Dallin, um, when we kind of play, I play on this a little bit when we're out in public or around his family, <laughs> what? um, or like around friends that don't know us very well. I'll just be like, I'll be like, Oh, I forgot to tell you. I spent $36 at the grocery store today. <laughs> and I'll be like, you what? <laughs> <laughs> or I'll be like, Hey doll, can I use the credit card tomorrow? <laughs> I'll be like, only if you bring it right back. And, Tell me what stores you're going and most to. most <laughs> people don't say anything. They're just like, whoa. One time Ashley called me from Target and like, will you unlock my credit card, please? <laughs> I need to make a purchase. Gosh, I called and some, I was like, what are these charges? What is this? And somebody said, oh, that is a sub, a sub, I don't know, like apparently pornography websites use this third party thing to make it more discreet. Mm-hmm. So this is the story. And, the, it, and I was me. like, where is this coming from? It's a and huge like, lie. Somebody from Georgia got your credit card. And so anyways, I think it's Ashley because her phone is still a Georgia phone number. That's true. So if anybody I'm would just be you. like our computers. Are you, are you subscribed to Pornhub? No, I don't even know how to do that. Okay. Well, let me find you a page and you find me a page. Okay. Mine are some special ones regarding dress. Good. So I think these are some things you need to hear. This is for me. You or have a husband book? America thought you needed to hear this in 1913. Okay. Number one, I have a couple. Don't grudge your wife a new dress because you haven't noticed that she needs one. Grudge means like be against it. Mm. Mm. You don't know how much trouble she has taken to try and appear to other people as if she didn't need one, but she knows. Yeah. Take her word for it. If she says she needs a new dress, you need to believe her. I don't I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's another one. This one goes out to you, Dallin. Don't argue that a new hat isn't necessary because there is nothing visibly wrong with the one she has. You have probably forgotten that this is its third season, but she hasn't. <laughs> wow. Here's another one. Okay. Don't forget to buy your wife a pair of gloves occasionally. She will always be pleased to have one. Here's the thing about this book. It just gives the vibe that a husband, when he gets a wife... The wife is the husband's property. It's like she's his pet that he needs to like mollify. Yeah. Okay, ready for some wives things? Okay. Don't object to your husband cycling in the country just because you don't cycle. 
If you can't or mustn't or don't want to, that's no reason for cutting off one of his chief pleasures. That's pretty good. Sex. That's timeless. Oh, wait, cycling? Are they cycling. Saying? Okay. Unless cycling is code for something else no, in I the forest. I thought it was telling her not to be... Or the country. If you listen to Dallin's book for wives, it's like talking to a child. Like, don't be so grouchy about these things. Like, learn <laughs> yeah. to have patience. Be okay with your lot in life, And mine woman. is like how to administer uh-huh. to the lesser being that now lives in your household. Yeah. Here's one. Don't do all the ordering and all the paying yourself on the ground that your wife doesn't understand money matters. Let her learn to understand them. There we go. All right. Should we get into some of your guys' questions? Okay. May this help you feel better about yourselves and how far we as a society have come. All right. Time for our first question. This is called, my husband's BFF is also his ex. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I just know like an Red flag going would, up. It wouldn't work in my my life with you. No. Oh. That was weird. <laughs> it was not a burp. I just opened my mouth and it like Croaked. gurgles from the deep came I think up. that's, is that like the frog in your throat? No, it was just like my stomach gurgled, but my mouth was open so you could hear it. There it is. Did you guys hear that? Did you hear that? Anyways. Red flag already, but let's read on. Hi, Dashleys. I love your vlogs and podcasts. They have made my day so much better. My husband and I have been married for two years now, while his two best friends that he has known for over 20 years are women. Now, one I don't mind, but the other is also his ex. They dated when they were 16 and also lost their virginity to each other. And then the summer before we got together, they were hooking up. She thought they were in a relationship, so when she told him at the end of the summer she was moving to another state, she assumed he was going with her. Of course, it didn't happen. Well, after a few months, a few months after she left, we got together, and she was pissed. Apparently, she thought he would change his mind at some point and follow her. So after a rough couple of months, she got over it, and they continued to be friends. All fine until our daughter was six weeks old, and she had come into town to see family and also visited us. This was also the first time they had seen each other since she left. The whole time she was flirting with my husband. My husband said she was just being friendly. That's the way she normally acts because they have been friends for so long. But it was more than that. So since then, I don't like her and don't trust her. So when she's in town, I won't let them hang out without me. My husband thinks I'm overreacting and that I don't trust him. The thing is, I do trust him. It's her I don't trust. Am I overacting? Is she just being friendly because they've known each other for so long? Or is my husband not seeing that she is a scorn lover? What is a scorn lover? A scorned lover. lover. A scorned lover. Come who on, is trying We just to... watched Pride and Prejudice. I have no idea. I've never heard that in my entire life. A scorned lover who is trying to wedge herself back in. Jeez. I mean, let's just talk from the eye. Would I be okay if you hung out regularly with an ex-girlfriend i would think it was weird uh yeah i'd be like wait why don't you want to hang out with me that's a weird thing um would i want to Look, hang out with just the br- i don't think i care about your the later the early ex-girlfriends like high school it's just like we're friends whatever yeah it might still be weird unless they were happily I would never, married like go to like lunch or whatever like it's still weird the girlfriend before me I would not. I we don't even speak her name in the house. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, just the way the brain works. You've had some some chemical, especially if you lost your virginity to that person. You always 
there's always like a special place wait would you be okay if i did it if no it'd be I weird not i didn't have a ton of serious boyfriends but if i was like i'm gonna go hang out with if it's somebody that you've experienced strong emotions towards loving emotions your brain is gonna remember that and whenever you're stressed out life is really hard your brain's gonna remember hey you had really good feelings and hormones with this person same this is like addicting addictive to other things you know so like that becomes really enticing we've talked about this before i think it's fine if he wants to include you i just don't uh, me personally and i know there's so many others so many people who do this maybe we're i would just be uncomfortable with a dallin like going on a lunch date with his ex-girlfriend i don't think that's weird at all to like think that that's just weird maybe we are staying as far away from the edge as possible but it's just something that i don't even want to go there like we tell each other if we're messaging somebody like i messaged a friend from high school's dad and i was still super open about ashley to ashley and i'm usually like i don't care i don't think i've ever been like "Mm." i just never wanted to appear anything like it's going that direction with anything i just want to be so open about it so it's just it's something that i feel is sketchy ground and it's hard because i guess this is his best friend well if they lost their virginity to each other there's definitely some feelings there some emotions that are gonna linger this is hard one for dallin and i because i didn't have sex before i was married to dallin and i don't think he did either i didn't yeah so like we don't have any of these like big like like any of my past boyfriends i did not have sex with i just Obviously, I feel like it's a very emotional I feel thing. like there's something that changes when you're with each other naked. So like having sex, it's a very, if Dallin had, I would probably have, I would have a rule and it may be a bad rule. Like if you have been naked around this person, I feel uncomfortable with you hanging out with them alone. I can't forbid Dallin to do anything. Like I can't, I can make a loving request. Like I am not in control of his life. And I could say for me, it makes me really uncomfortable and anxious and scared and I feel weirdly sad when you go and hang out with this girl that you were sexually involved with. And I don't know why you're hanging out with her because I'm supposed to be that person. Well, for especially you. if she has bad blood towards you because you were the one that got him instead of her. Like, it's just a weird situation. So I would not think it's weird at all. I would definitely express your feelings to your husband. I would also say if you felt, I feel like, and this may also be not true. I feel like girls read girls better than guys read girls. And I feel like guys read guys better than girls read guys. If you are feeling that she's being flirtatious, I would bet money that she was being flirtatious. Yep. Me too. That's all. Okay. Definitely don't be afraid to express your feelings. And even if we did think it was weird, your truth is your truth, not not ours. It's a hard thing if he wants to still maintain a best friend relationship with one of his most serious ex-girlfriends that's a hard thing yeah um and it's not normal just like speaking from the eye i would probably cry if dallin did that yeah okay but i cry a lot so <laughs> i don't know i'm sure there's people out there and you guys should write this in write in write in if you have a significant other who has maintained or maybe you have a best friend relationship with an ex and that ex is still single i'd say if it's an ex-spouse who you're amicably divorced with i'd say that's a little different you know, like right. you have to co-parent. Divorce is pretty final. Co- if you're co-parenting kids, you know. No, I, yeah, I'm saying like you have not been married. Right. You're with someone now 
and you're still best friends with your ex and and you guys have figured out a way to make that work where no one feels threatened or nervous. Mm -hmm. Okay, good luck. We are supported by BetterHelp. You guys hear us talk all the time about how much a therapist helped us both individually and as a couple. We recommend going to betterhelp.com where they will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. It is so easy. It's all online. It is private. It is convenient. And you can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling. They will match you with a counselor specific to your needs. Things such as depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Everything you share is confidential, it is professional, and it's affordable. Especially for you guys, listeners of Taking Sides the Marriage podcast, because we got you a 10% off code for your first month. Just go to betterhelp.com slash taking sides, and you can join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash taking sides for 10% off your first month of professional counseling. Okay, next one is called dishonesty and forgiveness. All right, I this is this one says, I love you guys so much. Um, so long time listener, first time caller. Thank you for reading. I'm newly engaged. And as Coronavirus hits, my fiance told me he was working from home each day. I went to work for the first two weeks. So I assumed he was working. Then I was told to work from home. I noticed he wasn't really working and made excuses to leave the house. He was still contributing, but I asked him and asked about it. He kept telling nothing was going on, but my intuition kept telling me something was off. I found out he was driving DoorDash when he was leaving the house and said, yes, there wasn't a lot going on at work, and he was driving for extra money to treat me special for my upcoming birthday. Aw. Okay. Well, then we were hit with four big financial things, and he said he was really tight. I was doing math and told him something was not adding up. He finally admitted he lied and he was laid off but felt embarrassed okay that's okay that's okay i, I understand why you would feel that way because there's a lot of pressure on men to provide for their families i understand why you would feel that way but he still should have been honest okay i felt bad that he did not feel like i would support him and trust me enough to tell me i you know what this is a i mean like you guys are engaged but this is a fairly new relationship where you're still in the i want to be want, everything for this person i want to be everything they dreamed of me i want their family to think i'm amazing and I want to impress them. Mm -hmm. I feel like I didn't get out of the I want to impress Dallin stage. Maybe I'm still in it. But like, maybe I don't think I am. I still wanted to impress you like the first couple years of our marriage. Like, like have you be surprised at how awesome I was. Yeah. Yeah. I love him so much and want to work things out, but I'm having a hard time forgiving him, even though I want to. Oh, well... Hey, I hope you can see where he's coming from, that he just wants to be everything for you, provide for you. He was just, he's obviously thinking about what you would think of him. Yeah, I think you're both just taking this too personally. You're both personalizing this, making it about you, where if you were able to come come together and say, I love you, that's why I was embarrassed to tell you because I want to be everything for you. I feel and like you want to say to him at the same time, look, I want you to feel like you can rely on me and trust that I can provide for us too and that you don't have to do everything. I really feel like you can come together and th this can be a big learning thing. And I don't feel like this has to be the end of your relationship at all, personally speaking. And I don't, this is kind of a trust issue, but I don't think it's a bad trust issue. No, it's an innocent, like, I just didn't want to hurt your feelings or make you think you can't lean on me because I'm trying so hard, you know. Right. Plus, if, okay, and so I kept and reading. kudos to him for going out and getting a DoorDash job. Yeah, instead I think of that's just, a plus. Instead of just going and sitting at like, a park or whatever. It's kind of when you find out you're like, honey, like, 
you could have told me and and this is kind of your chance to assure him like no matter what job you have yeah no matter like what you look like or what happens to you or nothing like no matter what I choose you no matter what. I think this can be a trust building thing instead of a trust demolishing and thing. And I would, um, I you said it, you're having a hard time forgiving him, but you want to. I would think you have forgiven him. I think forgiveness and like feeling like you're on that really secure place are two different things. So you might be feeling like, like I have this feeling a lot like, oh, I thought we were better friends. And I go there all the time with down. Like if we were better friends, like you wouldn't have said that to me or you would have said this to me for you guys. It's, I thought we were better. I think I thought we were closer. So it might be a disappointment in feel in kind of realizing he still has some, um, like he's still a little bit guarded around you. Like he's, or he's not as comfortable with him, with you knowing everything about him as you thought as you were. He, yeah. essentially he just feels self-conscious that he is in a position where he was laid off it kind of sends a message societally or culturally like he doesn't have a great job or he's not good enough to have a great job all these messages he's been told his whole life and are just I don't beating him that. beating him down when he's laid yeah, off. yeah like i don't believe people who get laid off are that but i think culturally rurally people assume that and you're a, and as and he might be afraid people are going to assume he's not a great guy or he's not a catch, you know? Right. And I kept reading, you guys just found out you're pregnant after trying. All I can tell you is when we had our first baby, Dallin went a little bit, like he was so anxious about, oh my gosh, we're having a baby. How are we going to financially support this? And he felt like a lot of that was on his shoulders. I was kind of like, whatever will be, will be like, we'll be fine. You don't need a lot of money to take care of a baby. And for Dallin, it was like, I need to step it up. That was kind of his vibe. And maybe that's what your fiance's feeling. And then he got laid off and it's just a lot of scary things happening. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about this. I would actually, it's kind of like you saw him in a moment, a vulnerable moment. And, and that's where you can prove to him that you're there for him or he was like lying to you because he wanted to be more for you than he thought he was. And that's kind of a great thing to discover that he cares so much that he would secretly work a job that he's potentially embarrassed to be working. Yeah. It's admirable that he went out and got that DoorDash job. He wasn't just, you know, bumming it, playing video games somewhere until something else fell into his lap. I think this is just a time to reassure him. I mean, like, yeah, like, Hey, you can tell me things like we're in this together. You need to tell me things. But also, like, I don't know, like, what's going on in your head, but I just want to assure you, like, I didn't marry you for your job, and I didn't marry you because I thought you would make a lot of money. I married you because I love you, and I want to be able to help you and to make plans and to figure things out when things are tough and hard. And I want to know that you can trust me and I can trust you. I think that's more of the conversation you have. And it's a good conversation. It's not a bad conversation. Yeah. Yep. So don't take this life personally at all. Just see it as a place to build trust in each other and grow in your relationship with each other. It's, I, I wouldn't call it a lie. I would say afraid of, of letting you down basically. Yeah. I mean, obviously he, he could have, he should have told you and, and you guys are building up to that point in your relationship where you can tell each other everything without fear, like repercussions, you know? 
Because right. you can, you have t- so much trust in each other. That feeling of security takes a long time. Oh yeah. Yep. So you got this. Don't see that as a as a red flag. Just see it as an opportunity to build love and trust. Yeah. Cool. Okay. It's time for a weird food thing, Ash. You guys are. This is just so much fun reading all the weird food things slash old people sayings. We keep getting them, so I'm glad that you guys like listening to these as much as oh, we do. Oh, and this one looks like a good one because it is twofold. It is titled corona siblings drama slash a weird food thing okay we'll jump to the bottom do the weird food thing first p.s i have two weird food things that i think are the best american cheese potato chips preferably lays and ketchup between the two slices of bread you would eat that wait so she has a sandwich and within the sandwich is it melted though that would be a big difference for me i would want it to be melted and then you dip the sandwich in ketchup that'd be like a nacho ketchup sandwich with chips like crunchy with the chips that sounds awesome with ketchup Dylan? i would eat it it I probably wouldn't be my go-to but i would eat it i dipped grilled cheese in sandwiches growing up now i prefer tomato soup personally wait you dipped grilled cheese in ketchup yeah grilled cheese and ketchup did i say in sandwiches yeah dip my sandwich in other sandwiches growing up that's good the other thing is hot cheetos dipped in cream cheese oh hot oh there we go i could i don't like hot cheetos i'm a purist when it comes to my cheeto intake but i could (laughs) see the i can see the merit to that one i judge you not weird (laughs) well the first one's weird all right but dallin likes it here we go this one's from rosa hey there dashley fam rosa here and yes you can use my name as i have emailed before and your awesome advice got through to my boyfriend, even got him to take my me ring shopping to get my size and style. Oh, Rosa. Rosa. Good to hear from you again. Without making this super long, I'll try to only give necessary details in hopes of getting your insight. I am the youngest of two brothers, both 12 years older than me. Wow. Both are married with two kids, each five and under. Our relationship is somewhat close, but I have always felt them look down at me and judgy of my life choices. In recent years, they have made it clear some of my choices have not been smart in their opinion, i.e. dating someone with a child from a prior relationship, buying a house that isn't big enough to host my family, adopting two cats. Oh my god! Get over yourselves, brothers. Say People, to them. Like, how your you, truth isn't everybody in the whole world's truth. This is another thing I learned at 30, how people who I admire live their life does not mean that that is the way I should live my life. We all live our lives differently, and there are so many good options. That is so wise. And I wonder why I had not adopted that before the age of thirty. I think I used to think everyone was an idiot who didn't do it like me, and then I used to think I was an idiot for not doing it like the way the people who I admired did it. And I was always trying to be less idiotic, and it's stupid to do that. So I would just say to them. How you live your life is your choice. And how I live my life is my choice. I think you make great decisions, even though I wouldn't make all of the decisions you've made. I'm glad you're making decisions for your own happiness. And, Mine are going to be different. And if you want, Hope you can respect that. And if you want to have a good relationship with me, I need you to respect my decisions. Mm-hmm. That is all. Cats make me happy. Cats do go. not make you happy. Most recently, they have expressed their opinion of my choice to still go out during covid Still taking the safety precautions given by the CDC and the state of Illinois, but nonetheless not staying inside at all times. 
Fast forward to last week, I found out they had a picnic together, both brothers, their wives and the kids, and didn't include me. Oh, because you're not quarantining like them. I know people who have been shafted by their family because they don't quarantine the way their family quarantines. So the family will get together and not invite them because they don't agree with their level of quarantine. Yeah. Which is drama. Drama. Sorry to make this long, but I don't know how to approach them or if I if I should even bring up how hurt I feel. They are my brothers and I love them, but it hurts to think they don't fully stand behind my decisions and love me for who I am. Hope to get both of your outlooks on this. I love your family and you've inspired me to want a dog like Luna or Dash in the near future. Thanks, Dashleys. Okay. I don't think they have to agree with your decisions oh, to love wait. you. wait. She included photos of her cats. Oh, I love cats. Look at them. Oh, he turned six months old. <laughs> love it cool cute family thanks for writing it i think people tie together if you loved me you would you would like agree with my decisions if you love me think the way that i think or like she used the phrase stand behind me i think people can still love you and not stand behind the decisions you make you would hope they could have the maturity to be supportive even though they don't agree with you and i think that's really hard for people i just learned how to do this to say in your mind, I would not do it the way you're doing, but I think what you're doing, or I trust that what you're doing is the right choice for you because you made it. Mm -hmm. That's really new for me. And I am embarrassed to say that that is new for me, but it's new for me versus being like, gosh, what are they thinking? I would never do that. That's a terrible choice. I've been scrolling through my phone right now, trying to find this quote that was like so poignant in, um, it said something about something about j you just because somebody thinks differently. You've reached a, a very healthy point in your life where you're able to still love somebody who thinks totally differently than you. Yeah. And uh, man, it was worded so well. I can't find it. And right maybe now. they're tying love and agree and think like, like they kind of withhold love until you do what they want you to do. And that's immature. And that, that is, is not a maybe next healthy time, yeah. choice, but you don't have to do that. Yeah, maybe next time they say that, you can just say, I'm feeling it kind of hurt me. because it, you're coming off as if you don't trust me to make my own choices. And I think that we could set a boundary here that I am big enough to make my own choices. And if you don't agree with them, you have that right, but I'm going to still make my own choices. Thank you for your concern, basically. Yeah, like it hurts me when you make fun of or demean the choices that I've made that are the choices I've made because they make me happy. Yeah. I don't think that they're the choices you should make for yourself, but they're my choices. And yeah. you if like, you want to have a good advice, I think I'm still going to do what I want to do. Dr. Julie Hanks says, and then you say, if you want to have a good relationship with me, you need to stop. Boom. And that's what she tells people. That's to do. good. It's really good. Follow Dr. Julie Hanks on Instagram. That's our advice for you, Rosa. You got this. Live your own life. Your brothers don't dictate your life. Your brothers aren't in charge of your happiness, it's even hard if they think they are. Them. And even if they have your best intentions at heart and they're fulfilling what they feel like they need to do as your older brothers, just let them know, hey, I've got this, you guys. I am a big girl. I can make my own decisions. Some of them will probably be different than what you would do, and that's okay. I hope you can trust me. Yep. My name is R, and my fiance and I have been together for seven years. We're high school sweethearts. We are getting married December 18th, 2020. We are so excited and so ready. Holidays have been very challenging with his family, especially since they don't like me or want Jay to grow up and get married. Hmm. Is Jay her fiance? I think Jay's her fiance. Or wait, 
Yeah, that Jay's our fiance. And he's Jay. Okay. I'll give you a lowdown on how our family dynamics are so different. His family is very controlling and expects Jade to be at all the family events with or without me. This is anything from a barbecue, birthday party, Thanksgiving, you name it. My family, on the other hand, is very understanding and flexible. My family has the, we'd love you to... We'd love you here, but understand if you can't mentality. Well, that's nice. <laughs> Imagine that. The last few years, I have gone to his family for Christmas Eve, and he comes to my house Christmas night after his family has had their Christmas dinner. My family has invited his parents over for Christmas dinner, but they refuse to spend time with my family. This is not how we want to do things when we have a family of our own. We have talked about going to his family for Christmas Eve and doing our own thing on Christmas Day, probably going to my parents for dinner. Here is the problem. His mom expects us to spend Christmas Eve, Christmas morning, and Christmas night with their family. Of course she does. That's what every mom wants. That sounds awful. Of course it does. You love your family more than you love his family. That is natural. His family doesn't even like me. Since we are getting married so close to the holiday, we booked our honeymoon so we could be gone over Christmas. Fun. Smart choice. And give us a blank slate as a married couple in 2021 and avoid (laughs) all those things. Our cruise was canceled. Oh, no. Thanks to COVID. So now we will be home over the holiday. It sucks a lot. I'm sorry. No, don't stay home. Go on a honeymoon. Yeah, still go do something else. Anywhere else. Everywhere is open. Hotels are open. Resorts are open. Beaches are open. Just because your cruise is canceled does not mean you should not go on a honeymoon, especially over Christmas. Go. Go Book somewhere. It. Book it, you guys. Go somewhere. I re- I demand that you don't spend any time with your family this holiday. I demand that you have a honeymoon. Honeymoons are so fun. You are, are getting so married on December 20th. You will not be with any family members on the 25th. You'll start off a clean slate for your marriage. Ash and I lived in Ohio away from both of our families for a month after, like a month and a half after we got married. It was so awesome. It was so different. Just to establish a relationship built on trusting each other and leaning on each other. And it just like It was takes, so cool. Like, I wish we even, were out there for longer. You don't have the conversation like whose family should we visit on Sunday? Yeah, it was just us. And, and that was so us. fun. So fun. Okay. So again, you will not be spending time with your family this Christmas. Oh, wait. Okay. Ashley demands it. Let me read the next paragraph. We thought being gone over our first Christmas would help his family respect what we want to do years following. Neither one of us want to spend the holiday with his family. Oh, neither one do. Okay. Oh, then mm, that makes it so easy. It does. Then you just, you just give them a little taste of your presence. Your mom does not dictate your life. You can still hang out, but you don't have to hang out like I love hanging out. You can just show up exchange a gift eat some food and then peace out mm-hmm. set the expectations up front hey we're going to be able to show up for half an hour so excited to spend time with you on christmas you can i Boom. think you need to be there longer than half an hour we're going to show up be able to stay 45 minutes or an hour we're so excited to spend time with you it's just like you don't have to be there all day you can do anything for an hour neither one of us want to spend the holiday with his family but how do we tell them so they respect our wishes this will be hard the first year or two but if you are, I mean, and you have to like, you have to weigh things like this really will affect my relation. If this will really affect your relationship with them, maybe you say we want to come over for lunch or go on a holiday every Christmas. It is great. Ellie and Jared do this thing where they say we're spending the whole day together on Christmas. We want to do family things. If you on, want to like, see us on come a over. a day before Christmas or come over to our house. That's what they say. That's what they do. We, um, I guess we haven't established some kind of hard line like that. I think we 
we so far we like kind of like spending christmas morning all together and then maybe for dinner that night we go somewhere dallin loves spending christmas with his so we have a different story dallin loves his family traditions and i love mine and we both love them with all our hearts so it's kind of a we have to do the switcheroo game the switcheroo and it's hard in other ways because you're kind of it's getting better i feel like i'm kind of incorporating it better and like i know like it's been six years so his traditions are sort of becoming mine because i've done them for six years now whereas the first couple years it was just like how i cannot not be at my family's on christmas it's scary it's what you've done your whole life you have so many core memories you just know you're missing out on all the things you love so much with the people you love like the people you grew up with so it's just really hard and it's hard for dallin it's getting easier though as we become more a part of each other's families it's really hard the first couple years to feel like Mm -hmm. like i don't know like i would just cry sometimes because i knew like my family was eating christmas dinner without me or the christmas party was happening without me and like dallin like like it was hard for you too like you would call your family and it was just kind of a bummer to know you're not there with them when they're all together now we just try to plan a lot ahead set expectations beforehand and like facetime freely or or like chat like video chat with family if you're not there for the holidays and make the make the most of it yeah i things have gone a lot smoother you have to be up front like if you guys don't want to spend christmas with his family don't spend christmas with his family yeah and don't let them set the expectations it's your life man i feel like we say that all the time it's like gary v but it needs to be said all the time because it's so ingrained in us to please our parents and maybe it's so ingrained in everybody that's how you learn to survive as a kid growing up it's to please your parents everybody just wants attention and love and so it's like so ingrained in your brain. Yeah. And maybe you just say things like, I don't know, like I know there's always planning happening. Like, what are we going to do next year? And just say like, oh, we don't know if we're going to be able to make it next year. We're throwing around a trip or like just be very open about your non-committalness to the yearly <laughs> tradition of always being there. Or if you can do an every other year type thing, like just work it out and set expectations way ahead of time. And know that I think every other um, year works if he wants to do it, but he doesn't even want to do it. So I would just be very open about like, we kind of are going to start, we want to travel on the holidays. Like we only get so many days off of work and Christmas is one of them and we want to travel or there's so many options. Basically just do what works for you guys, putting yourselves first and also expressing so much love for your family, but also Letting them know that they don't like dictate your life, basically. Mm-hmm. Cool, guys. Love you. Love hanging out with you. Uh, go start. Continue the conversation on our Facebook page, the Taking Sides Facebook group. And we'll see you next time.